Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Welcome into College Park, Maryland, to the field at the stadium in Maryland. I don't know how to pronounce the word to the stadium. That's okay. I think it's Seiku. That's the 40-year vet, Tim A. That's Andy Backstrom. So much to discuss, gentlemen. I'm not going to waste anybody else's time other than to say that this is a rapid reaction presented by Buyers Auto. Thanks, thanks as always, for Buyers Auto, the best place to buy a new or used auto in Central Ohio. Fellas, whew, where do we begin? So much to discuss from Ohio State 43, Maryland 30. Uh, a and wild. remembering, Ohio State scored a touchdown with nine seconds left on a strip sack uh, caught in the air yeah. by Steel Chambers. It was a lot closer than 43 to 30. A wild, wild game. I don't know where to begin. I'm going to allow Tim to, to kick us off here. I'm just going to begin. What my mind right now is fixated on is the running back situation for Ohio State. Uh, Trevion Henderson, I thought early was playing, was running hard, playing hard, but boy, it was obvious. And uh, uh, my man Andy Backstrom over there put a replay on Twitter uh, on, a ho on, on a play in particular where it looked like he was blocked well to the left, even a seam to the right, and he decided to go way outside to the right, and that was the play he, afterwards he limped off on. But putting Dallin Hayden in there, and whether they told him this instruction or not, he didn't indicate that that conversation took place, but he probably forgot about a lot of things yeah. after this game. But go in there, young man, and hit the hole. Hang on to the football and hit the hole, as blocked, uh, was a tonic for this team. A freshman running back, you never, just like last week with him, you never know when your number's going to be called, and you never know when your number's going to come up. And uh, his number came up today again. And, wow, they've got some decisions to make in that running back situation uh, going into next week in the game. Number number two versus number three, but undefeated versus undefeated the first time since uh, 2006. Uh, what, a, what a game it's going to be. But the running back situation is going to be interesting this week. And, of course, we're not going to get any answers until Saturday about 4 o'clock on how it plays out. Barely undefeated versus barely undefeated. After Doesn't Michigan, matter. After, undefeated is undefeated. After see, that, see that M? It's actually upside down. That's a W from this angle. I Barely undefeated after Michigan narrowly escaped in the, or Illinois, excuse me, and Ohio State narrowly escaped. Uh, the best, the best that Maryland had to offer. I don't think Maryland could have played a better game, and Ohio State was able to find a way to win, I guess. Andy, uh, running back situation, Zach Harrison at the end there, uh, Lathan Ransom yet again. Take it wherever you want, because it's going to be really hard for me to, to try to keep this thing on a leash. Right, it's definitely one of those games where it's hard to figure out what happened when because there's so much happened in general. I want to talk about Lathan Ransom though, just because second straight game with a blocked punt. And he told us post game that he broke his thumb on the first play of the game. Yeah. So he played this whole game with a broken thumb and he blocks that punt, which really sparked them in the second half. I mean, this team was not clicking offensively in the first half. Part of that was Travion Henderson not getting going in the run game. But after that block punt, they scored 17 straight points. By the way, Xavier Johnson recovered the block punt for the second game in a row. Again, so a, yeah. A little day drop booth. That's there. a good combo there, right? Yeah. Block right. scoop, block scoop. But they talked about toughness after the game, and Layton uh, Ransom talked about how, you know, 
he had to play with the cast the rest of the way, but Tommy Eichenberg's also playing with the cast. And there's this mindset right now where, you know, whatever it is the situation you're dealing with, whether it's you got to win a game like this in the fourth quarter, whether you're hurt, they're finding ways to win, which is why they're 11-0, which is why they've won 12 straight since they lost the game to Michigan last year and why they're in the position to be number two against Michigan this year. It's going to be wild. I don't know how to stay focused on Maryland, except this game allowed us to, guys, because if this was a blowout, we were not going to talk about Maryland at all. We were just going to go straight into the game. And Ryan Day even did that a little bit. You can tell that everybody was looking ahead. It, it just happens. That's what it is. Um, uh, hey, hey, I'm not buying this team looking ahead today. This team was I was getting there. Them. Yeah, I was sorry. getting there. Okay, no, I just wanted to let you know where I was on the record for you, wherever you go. Maryland... <laughs> kind of knew, I think, that Ohio State was going to be sleepwalking through this week to get to next week, I think, because Maryland gave Ohio State absolutely everything the Buckeyes could handle and almost more. Uh, this Maryland team looked terrible two weeks ago against Wisconsin. It looked terrible, even worse, last week against Penn State. I don't know if Mike Loxley was just saving it all up for Ohio State. He had something in his, uh, his bag of tricks. conditions, both those games. But yeah, uh, you know, if he just had something in his bag of tricks, or if it, really, if it was the weather. But Talia Tungavailoa balled out, yes. and these receivers balled out, and the Ohio State cornerbacks really, really struggled against these receivers. And, uh, you know, I wrote it yes. in, in first thoughts that Ohio State doesn't truly have to worry too much about that, because this Maryland receiving core is I think a lot better than what the Michigan receiving core is and, and the, the Maryland quarterback is more accurate than the Michigan. But Maryland gave Ohio State everything Ohio State could handle. I, I walk out of this game impressed with the Terps uh, because yes, for sure, maybe Ohio State's peeking ahead a little bit. That does not excuse, you know, almost 300 yards passing and everything that happened. This Maryland team played really well against Ohio State, and Ohio State was really lucky to win this game. Yeah, see, I don't. I don't number one, I'm not buying the peeking ahead deal because this, this, if if they are, shame on them. If they were, yeah, I agree. I mean, Maryland came out hell bent to win this football game. Yep. Uh, it was win in doubt, air it out. That was their offensive philosophy, and why not? You know, you've heard me talk about this a million times. There are fewer defenders out there in the hinterlands than there are when you're trying to run the ball between the tackles. They took advantage of that. Talia Tungavaloa, until he got hurt basically on his last play when it was helped off the field when Zach Harrison had the strip sack and still Chambers caught it out of the air and ran it on into the end zone or might have caught it right at the goal line in the end zone. What a play. But uh, he looked as advertised four years ago, in my opinion. He, he This year when he's been pretty healthy, he's been pretty damn good. Yep. And he's got some weapons. Uh, without a doubt uh, in that wide receiver core. They couldn't quite get that running game going like they wanted to, I, I don't think, which might have been a little bit of a difference in this game. But man alive, did he throw some balls on the money when it counted. And this Ohio State team was in a street fight uh, to remain undefeated. And that's what stands out to me as much as anything because thinking you're looking ahead, uh, just like a Michigan-Illinois, if, Mich if Michigan was looking ahead over Illinois, that was always going to be a fight in a phone booth. This was a fight in the street here. <laughs> and uh, Ohio State finally comes out on top because it is the better team. Andy, it's really weird to look at this Ohio State team, the way it's constructed, the way it wants to play football, and think that at the end of this game, really in the second half, Ohio State had to shorten the game to keep Maryland's offense off the field, <laughs> exactly. to gain first downs, to keep its defense you know, not needing to try to make a stop. Ohio State just kept trying to get first downs on the ground. Dallin Hayden kind of grinded this game away. And it's just a weird juxtaposition just to talk about this Ohio State offense needing a win 
by grinding out clock and keeping a different offense off the field when that's the recipe for so many teams going against Ohio State, including what Michigan will probably do next week. There's so many plays you can pick out of this game, be like, point to that one, point to that one. But the Down Hayden 18-yard run on that game-clinching drive, you know, set up that last Noah Ruggles field goal, yeah. that was a big one. He had six straight runs on that drive, yeah. and he was great after contact today. I mean, on that 13-yard touchdown he had earlier in that half, plowed through, guys, and it looked like he was stopped probably eight yards short of the end zone, and he kept going. I mean, that's a physical runner, and one thing that they're looking for from their backs, whether it's Mayan, whether it's Travion, whether it's Dallin, is someone that can go inside and get the dirty work done, and he got it done today. And, uh, and, and here's the thing. He got it done a lot because he was going to the point of attack, or the secondary point of attack, but he was going to the point of attack, so a lot of those tackles he ran through were guys reaching because they were getting blocked, you know? Yeah. Uh, Travion Henderson, bless his heart, was bouncing a lot, and bouncing, you put yourself one-on-one -on -one with somebody, it's, you know, 50-50. And that's what really stood out was Dallin just went with the framework of the play and, like you said, working Smith. And, man, does he get the award for just toughness, uh, a freshman coming in and running that ball consecutively like he did on some of those really just drawn-out drives I thought was amazing. Now let me ask you this, uh, uh, Spencer. How did you think C.J. Stroud and the receivers played today? That's a, it's a, Notice how I kind of took over just asking. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, Tim, and I'm glad you asked me that because, to be honest, you kind of had me stumped. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, that catch on the sideline that turned out not to be a catch, I'm still amazed that he did that. I don't care yeah. if he caught it or not. That was amazing. I thought it was, uh, but anyway. The first play of the game when they hit Marvin deep, uh, one hand, amazing. He's, he's a Martian. Uh, I thought Julian Fleming had a couple catches that were crucial to get his confidence back. Mecca Buka played... <laughs> All right, I thought he had a bet much. He had a couple of big, yeah, time oh yeah, catches. much better play from him than we've seen. I think he was, you know, CJ was asked about how hard he was. Emeka was on himself, and CJ said, "I've always had confidence in confidence in Emeka." So, I didn't think CJ Stroud was on his best stuff today. I thought Maryland threw some blitzes at them that that kind of made it a little uneasy. You know, he had Emeka wide open, streaking down the middle in the fourth quarter that would have really put the game away. But Maryland brought a pressure, and he had to throw it to the sideline, and it was an incomplete pass. So, yeah, the, the pressure on so many plays today seemed to get there at exactly the wrong time. For Ohio State. For, for him to have to move, for yeah. C.J. to have to, to move and, and just take him off his game. Go ahead. It's just interesting. I, you know, I didn't, think they, I didn't think it was a poor game from these receiving core, but Maryland was on them pretty adamantly, yeah. and, and it, it, it showed. They did struggle at, at points. And you heard me. I, heard, I asked C.J. I mean, I, I haven't seen a defense secondary run with these receivers like these guys did today uh you know and cj kind of kind of passed that off a little bit but i really thought even on marvin harrison jr he had to make some some miraculous catches again because guys were right on it yep and i thought they i thought the maryland secondary especially played very good tight coverage on these guys that's i'm, I'm gonna say this out loud that was a concern for this game because these guys are great athletes you know, next week I don't think that secondary is as good. We'll get into that as well. well we will certainly get into but, that. But the bottom line is, this was a, a game where where Maryland took away, in my opinion, with exceptions some exceptional plays. What Ohio State likes to do best and does best usually is throw the hell out of the ball. Yep. And I thought they struggled for the most part to find any kind of a continuity in that. What do you think, Andy? Well, Andy? C.J. Stroud basically said, like, every team is giving us their best shot. Every team wants yeah. to knock them off. And on paper, Maryland is not 
as good as they played today defensively, but they brought it. And like you're saying, Tim, like the DBs played one hell of a game. Yeah. I mean, there were some times where, yes, CJ was probably forcing a throw or trying to thread the needle, but there was not an open guy on those plays. He had to try to thread the needle. He had to try to force a throw. So, I mean, it's kind of one of those games where, like, you're just seeing the best out of a unit that wanted to make a statement. They did not play well the last two games. And, you know, they started the season six and two and are certainly one of the better teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. When in doubt, mesh it out. Aaron. Ohio State, well, no. Oh, yeah. Ohio State Probably. was mesh it out because when all else failed, Ryan Day went to Old Reliable on some drives. And Old Reliable with those crossing patterns, those mesh routes. Oh, yeah. Mi Michigan remembers those well uh, from a Ryan Day offense. Now Maryland will too because Emeka Buka had a spectacular catch on one. You saw uh, Julian Fleming catch one and run down this sideline here yep. for, for quite a long time. I think he, it was like a 20-yard gain or you know, maybe not quite that long, but it was, it was a good gain or on, I think, a third down. Yeah, you saw Marvin Harrison Jr., but it was yep. a drag route, a delayed drag route. It wasn't a mesh route, but he, he had one of those too. I, I thought Ohio State would, would have tried to work the, inter, the intermediate area of the middle more than they did today because I thought that was where there, there, there was some hay to be made, and uh, they didn't really get to that. And I think one of the things was, like I said, the Maryland pressure wasn't there immediately, but it got there. Mm -hmm. And uh, on any kind of play that took more than two and a half, three seconds. And I think it really showed, and I think that's something they've got to be dealing with uh, this week. And, of course, we saw Matt Jones leave the game late. Uh, Enoch Vimahi went in for him. I thought played pretty well uh, in that thing. But it, it, it's pretty apparent to me that uh, the malady that Matt Jones has been dealing with looks like a high ankle sprain. And, boy, when it finally gets to you, it gets to you big well, time. Well, that looked – Worse than just an ankle sprain. That well, that, the way he they got, helped him up, he got rolled up on pretty bad. Yeah. And when it happened, I said, "Oh, that doesn't look good." But he was uh, already taped up yeah. heavily. We'll we'll try to have more on Matt Jones uh, as the week progresses. As we had barrel, as we barrel toward Ohio State, Michigan, the game. Um, I, I can't get out of here without talking about the defense. Maryland Roman Hemby's a decent running back, but Maryland couldn't run the ball in Ohio State. It was very apparent. A uh, couple read option plays, a couple misdirections, but. When you're talking in that, between the tackles, or even outside, trying to run the ball on this Ohio State team is becoming harder and harder and more difficult and more difficult. I am very excited to watch this Michigan front next week go against this Ohio State front, yeah. offense versus defense. It is going to be very fun to watch this Ohio State front be challenged the way they will next week. But they answered the bell against Maryland. They made Maryland very one-dimensional. Yeah. Maryland was more than okay with being one-dimensional. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But Ohio State at least did yeah, its that, part in that, the run defense. That played a role in ramping up the pressure, too, because especially as Maryland had the throw towards the end of the game, I mean, that's part of the reason why that front got so much pressure as they did. I mean, yeah. Zach Harrison at the end right there. Oh. But, I mean, like, five sacks today, and part of that is that D-line growing like you're talking about. Like, I think that it's just a unit that's been rotated heavily all year, and it's really coming into its own. And I know people have been critical of that rotation, but I think it's showing why you do that and everyone seems to be chipping in. And that's a pretty aware, aware rotation. I mean, guys that are going in there. I remember them blowing up a, I can't remember what part of the game it was, but they put a three-man front up there. It was fourth and, or third and long for Maryland. And it was down there on that end of the field coming this way. And uh, we're going, this is the southeast end. And uh, they put a three-man, you know, defensive front up there. And then I forgot who backed off, but they knew the play. Maryland was going to try to run a screen, and Talia had to throw the ball into the ground. You remember that? Yep. But I mean, there's just this this defensive line just kind of keeps making a play or two or eight that just sticks out in your brain. And, and sometimes they're individual, sometimes it's as a group. But it it bodes very well, I think, for next week because they've got to be so aware of JJ McCarthy running the ball. 
but Michigan, man, if you can force Michigan to throw it, we'll get into that, I guess, Monday, right? We will get into that Monday, Tim. I am so excited you're seeing this smile right now because it is finally, finally. This is huge. The game. This it's is the week. All over again. It is going to be two versus three. Georgia will not move off its number one perch. That's fine. We're going to blow it up like it is one versus two. It's two versus three. It's Ohio State, Michigan, Maize and Blue versus Scarlet and Gray. It's the horseshoe. It's the big house. It's Tim May. It's Andy Baxter and Spencer Holbrook. We're still in College Park trying to break this thing down before we officially hey, turn the page on that one. And let me say one more thing. This was Survival Saturday. Sulik with TCU. Baylor took TCU to the mat. TCU kicks a field goal in the last play of the game to win that game and stay undefeated. Uh, we saw what happened with Illinois and Michigan. Michigan kicks a field goal with, like, what, six seconds left? No, I've got some symmetry yeah. for you, Tim, for that no, one. No, no, let me finish. And yeah, Ohio State, I mean, this was all about getting to next week undefeated. It's all about next week is getting to the your, your, your championship game of your conference undefeated. That's what it's all about now. And, uh, man, it is upon us. Andy, uh, Michigan kicked a field goal to beat Illinois. The field goal went through the uprights with nine seconds remaining. When, when Zach Harrison sacked Talia Tungavailoa and Steel Chambers scored the touchdown to seal this game, there were nine seconds remaining. A little bit of symmetry there. I don't, it doesn't mean anything. I think it's fun, though. That gave uh, me goosebumps. The nine-second thing, uh, we'll have to keep track of that. Maybe there's a nine-second play in Columbus next Saturday that really brings that thing full circle. Again, it's officially game the, the week of the game. You can tell how excited we are. I absolutely cannot wait. That's Tim May. That's Andy Backstrom. I'm Jess Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching the latest rapid reaction presented by Buyers Auto, the best place to buy a new or used auto in Central Ohio. From College Park, let's get on to the, to the game week. We'll see you guys back in Columbus for the Monday after. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply